Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page.
Good morning. Good morning. Who am I speaking to? Earl and Pat. Okay. Welcome. I'm uh, still in uh, in Crown Point because of the weather here. Uh, it was like a glass. There's no salt on the roads at all. They ha they haven't salted the roads at all here. We're all the way down the Galata Road, and so I came back. I it was I almost hit a herd of turkeys, and uh, when I put the brakes on, there was no stopping. So I thought I'll just I'm going to end up in the ditch. So I uh, drove through it and came to a slow stop and decided that I wasn't going to risk life nor limb. Well, we're snowed in completely. Oh, are you? Well, I, <laughs> I, I know what that's like. Anyway, we're glad to have you on. And uh, um, uh, I, there will be some at the church uh, at Alphen, but, um, but uh, a lot of participants are going to be, uh, be calling in as we've done in the past because, uh, well, I, I, I wasn't prepared to uh, risk an accident. It was really icy. So we welcome you. I expected they would cancel. Well, we, we don't need to cancel if, uh, if we have the Zoom facilities, so we can still have the... No, because, I meant the church part. I, I oh, well, I guess they didn't get... I didn't call them till about... I, like I came back at about, uh, oh... Not at uh, 8.30, 8.30, I came back home and, and started to, I, I uh, texted uh, David Barr and uh, I called Linda to see how she felt. And uh, some of them are going to, are just going to go ahead and, and go. And that's fine. Uh, Elaine will bring over her computer and uh, so that uh, everybody will be able to at least be in on it. So there'll be some that will be there and some that won't. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Good. How's Earl? I think he's feeling a little bit better now. He's, he's able to do more. He's been blowing snow quite a bit and seems to feel like doing it. Oh, that's good.
still on. Okay. I want to welcome everybody. You have to unmute yourself, Philip. We want to welcome everybody to our first in-house at Elfin service. Uh, I unfortunately, because of the weather here, um, had to uh, abort the, the mission. And so um, anyway, we want to welcome you. There's some birthdays that we want to uh, draw to your attention. John Duncan is a year older, Isabel Graham and Josh Roy for the ones this, uh, this coming week. And so, um, Linda, can you uh, lead us in uh, the birthday song for those that, uh, that are having birthdays? Wonderful. Thank you. Nice to hear everybody singing in, in house at the, uh, at the, at the Elfin church. Um, there'll be a number of course, prayer requests later on that we'll be adding. Of course, one of them is the, the police officers downtown. Uh, um, there is a pile of them there. They figure there's well over, uh, well over 3,000 officers working. Um, and uh, two of them are my next door neighbors. And one of them, of course, is Steve Brown, who we all know uh, from our church in, in McDonald's Corners. And so we'll be keeping them in our prayers that it remains safe and uh, that this is settled, uh, hopefully, for a long time to come. Our call uh, to worship uh, don't, um, are, is, is before you on the screen, I believe. Um, and, uh, and this is a, a formula for uh, living life well. And David, if you would be the people and uh, I will try and be the leader. Thank you. Trust in the Lord and do good. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do the following. Your righteousness will shine like the dawn. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Don't be afraid. It only leads to confusion. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you this morning and we are so grateful that you are our God. We thank you for technology, which is making it possible for us to, on the one hand, uh, be in house and yet be able to put the service available for all that that uh, have called in today or have uh, come to join us via Zoom. We thank you, Lord, for each one that has come, and we pray, Lord, that our hearts would be encouraged and that our souls would be blessed and we'd, that we'd find strength in our souls. Uh, we ask you today, Lord, especially for uh, the terrible uh, confrontation that has gone on downtown. It's not a case of, uh, of either side. It's a case of uh, we want safety. I pray, Lord, that you'd keep all of the police officers safe, that you'd allow them to experience a calmness, a patience, and be with them, Lord, in protecting them and those that are part of the, uh, the protesters. We ask now that you'd be with us in every part of the service. And we ask especially, Lord, that you would help us to understand your will in our lives. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Be assured of this, that when we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Blessed be his holy name. <laughs> 
Our gathering psalm is number two, or song is number 225. This is my father's world. Actually, Philip, it is 328. My apologies. I guess I didn't put the right number in it when I put it in. Three. Thank you, people, for singing and for taking part. It sounds great to have a congregation singing. It's <laughs> been a long time. Uh, the next song we're going to sing to prepare us for the uh, children's story is uh, number 373. Jesus loves me, this I know. Thank you, Linda and congregation for singing. Really appreciate it. it. As I said, it's nice to have the congregation singing again uh, in, in church. Um, something that I wanted to say uh, that in case anybody hasn't told you, all of you that are listening, um, is that uh, I received this from as an email. Uh, you are beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, you're, and while you're going through this, Christ will be your strength, and I'm glad you're alive. So don't give up. And we ought to be very conscious of that today as we... Uh, are going through a rather unprecedented time in our nation, especially in our city, 
because anybody that's in close proximity to Ottawa, it's it's their it's their capital as well as everybody else across the country. But the events of the last few weeks have been uh, tough to watch, and so we need to be in prayer, especially for the uh, the downtown core and what the police are doing and and the protesters that God would keep them safe. There's there's no real winners in this, believe me, and. Uh, so we all know that I think, but but uh, it's not a good thing. And we pray that God's God's presence would be felt amongst both sides because He's able to do that exceedingly well. When I think of the children, I want to zero my attention in today on the fact that God doesn't necessarily work the way we think He should. We'll be talking about that a little more in the message. But I'm very impressed with the way God works, except when it affects me. <laughs> uh, we don't always know why he works the way he does, but we do know that he works for our good. For our good. We must never lose sight of that. Every day that we live, God is working through difficult times through challenges that we may have, through pain, God is work at work in us. And every day, he's reshaping us to be more like him. We must never forget that. And so I, as I watch the children, I'll tell you, I'm quite impressed with them. I can't get over how, how children just put on their mask without even thinking, it, it seems like second nature to them. I continually forget mine in the car and have to go back. And so I know that, um, that going through this and going forward, when we look at some of the things that, are, are, uh, that we're going to get back in terms of uh, services, um, we're looking forward to that. But not only that, we pray that God would keep all of those that are part of our congregation and all of our children, keep them safe, keep them strong. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray for our children. Keep them safe, Lord, as they seek to serve you. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. We're going to go to God's word. And um, it's a there's a prayer there that we have, and it's a simple one. And we'll pray it together as we prepare our hearts for the reading of the scriptures and then the word. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, test our thoughts, making us more like you. In Christ's name we pray, amen. I'm going to ask, um, Michelle, if she would read from the scriptures. We're reading from Luke chapter 6, verses 27 to 38. Morning. Hopefully everyone in church can hear me. I've been told I have a loud voice, so it should be good. So give me a thumbs up, Dave. <laughs> so Luke 27, verse, Luke 6, verses 27 to 38. But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on one cheek, let him hit the other one too. If someone takes your coat, let him have your shirt as well. Give to everyone who asks you for something, and when someone takes what is yours, do not ask for it back. Do for others just what you want them to do for you. If you love only the people who love you, why should you receive a blessing? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you receive a blessing? Even sinners do that. And if you lend only to those from whom you hope to get it back, why should you receive a blessing? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. No, love your enemies and do good to them. Lend and expect nothing back. You will then have a great reward and you will be sons of the most high God. For he is good to the ungrateful and the wicked. 
be merciful just as your father is merciful. Do not judge others and God will not judge you. Do not condemn others and God will not condemn you. Forgive others and God will forgive you. Give to others and God will give to you. Indeed, you will receive a full measure, a generous helping poured into your hands. All that you can hold, the measure you use for others is the one that God will use for you. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, my message I've entitled, better get down to it so that I can, uh, and I've called it playing outside the rules. Uh, it's no surprise or it shouldn't be to any of us that uh, our God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the ultimate outside the box God. For example, he insists that there be no other gods besides him. He also tells us that uh, he's not confined to a building. And we've discovered that in a real intentional way during this COVID period. Zoom has, um, has a hard time, has given us a, a, an easy time of an otherwise difficult time. But the fact is that God created humankind in his image, not like any other God. He gives us a thousand chances to get it right. And that's why God is God and we are not. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we are blown away, perplexed, even angry, confused, because God defies our human conclusions. Uh, I've got a story to tell you to help make this a more uh, enjoyable message. There's a husband and wife, they're having a discussion. And the husband is in the living room and the wife, of course, is in the kitchen. And husband yells out to his wife, scientists have found that men say 10,000 words a day, while in women, they say about 20,000 words a day. And the wife yells back from the kitchen. Well, that's because we have to repeat ourselves twice to you blockheads. And the husband said, what? <laughs> well, the fact is that um, that is often the way. Uh, women, generally speaking, are much more conversant, unless you're married to Catherine, uh, than, than others, than men. And uh, however, in my case, I'm afraid that I'm the most conversant person in the two. And there are times when Catherine can't, can hardly stand that, but that's, that's the way it is. We are made differently and, and God works on us as individually as we may be. He works with us and on us in different ways according to how we are shaped, how our mind works how our perspectives operate. And so anyways, here's, here's the conclusion that I think we need to come to with regards to God. He operates on a totally different level than we do. As a matter of fact, the psalmist says, our thoughts are not your thoughts and our ways are not yours. And isn't that the way God operates? He doesn't operate on our simple uh, little projections that we may have, nor by our rules. Here's the kicker. God and Jesus, and you see it all through the Old Testament and all through the New, he's the, uh, they're the ultimate, the, he's the ultimate rule breaker. And that drives most of us crazy. We have a hard time fitting uh, into Jesus' set of rules or rather into the rules that we have, that Jesus Christ has given us. We made some rules. Uh, it was the same thing in the Old Testament and New Testament. And then when Jesus came along, he decided to address this issue of measure for measure. So let's try and put it in vernacular that we understand. 
When you say an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, that would have been the understanding in the Old Testament. And if the truth be known, deep in our psyches, every one of us, we'd like that to be the way it is now. We often, a tooth for a tooth. Well, I don't know how many of you in, in going through high school uh, read um, the, Ver Mer the Merchant of Venice. And there was, a, in, uh, there was an individual, of course, that um, was named Shylock. He lent money to one of the Italian uh, merchants. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, Shylock decided to write into the agreement in paying it back that if he couldn't, then Shylock would have a pound of flesh. Well, of course, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole story. You can read it for yourself, but it really goes to prove that we, we have always in deep psyche of our minds have a tough time dealing with this whole issue of rules. And Jesus was addressing it. And he addressed it, I might add, rather well. He, he said, first of all, there's three things I want to leave with you. Jesus never was interested in maintaining the way things were. But he was interested in proclaiming the life that could be, that should be. Jesus was playing with a system in place that that every one of us face from day to day. We all struggle with some of the rules or preconceived notions that we have in our brain. And they seem valid and they seem right, but some of them are wrong. In other words, if someone does something to me, I want to do the same thing to them. That's what Jesus was fighting. And so here he is, and he lays it down so well. Uh, he, he says, for example, in verse 32, if you love those who love you, what's that? What credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, that's no big deal, Jesus is saying. And then he goes on to say, for even sinners do that. Isn't that interesting? So we're, we're kind of piled in with all the rest. <laughs> Jesus is talking to his disciples as well. And we're his disciples. And we have struggles. We have all kinds of struggles. We deal with struggles on an ongoing basis. And they're not always fun. But they are challenging. Or how about love your enemies and do good to them, lend to them without expecting to get anything back? I don't understand the economy of God. Why would he even suggest that? And yet that was the rule of thumb of the day, measure for measure. That was the principle. But Jesus is coming along with a whole new set of rules. Lend to your enemies without expecting to get anything back. We could go broke doing that, couldn't we? But that's what he's suggesting. Then your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high. And I might add daughters as well because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. And then he goes on. He doesn't stop there. He said, now here's what it is to give a measure for measure. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not judge, and you will be judged, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. The fact is that we all struggle with that. And he says to them in the first, in the second, those who want to hear what I'm saying, love your enemies. Love your enemies. Fact is that uh, we don't love our enemies. I mean, I, I don't love my enemies. I find that's a tough thing to do. And, it's a, and this has got to be the most difficult passage 
I struggle with. I'm just having a little trouble with my, uh, with my uh, computer, my other computer that I'm supposed to be getting, um, supposed to be able to access. Well, that's okay. I know what I'm talking about, so I, I can go on. And we have the outline here. Jesus actually says, love your neighbors. But he goes beyond that. He says, love your enemies. Love your enemies. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Okay, he goes back now to the, to the measure for measure. Give and it will be given unto you. But he goes beyond that because now his economy kicks in. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, so much so that your reward will be poured onto your lap. And then again, he refers back to measure for measure. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Well, I've always, I've always had trouble with this passage. I got to tell you, I, I struggle with it. But this is the thing that I love the most. Jesus in his great love, has given us so much to work with that in his great love, he has went to heaven and did what you and I couldn't do in ourselves. He taught us how to forgive our enemies. He's asking us to throw away rule-based thinking and take on divine ways of thinking because love always plays outside the rules, always. And there's, here's a warning to us. When we demand rules and pray the Lord's prayer, forgive our sins as we forgive the sins of others. That's just measure for measure. Jesus, knowing how difficult that was for us, sacrificed himself for my sin and for yours, measure for measure, not even close. He preached and lived love beyond love. How do we know? Remember the cross? We're going to be talking about, I'm sure, in, in Lent. But at the cross, Jesus prayed for the, as he, as he was hanging on the cross, and they had just jolted the cross into the hole that had been made, and then we're putting props all around it. That would have jarred the, the nail or the, his hands and feet because of the weight of his body. Measure for measure. No. He said on that cross as he was laying there, Father, forgive them. They have no clue. And so it is with us. Love always plays way beyond on the rules. It loves extravagantly. We talked about it now for three weeks in different ways. But as we say the Lord's Prayer together, and this is when we're going to do it, I want us to think of that one part which says, forgive our sins as we forgive the sins of others. Do we? Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's go to prayer for the number of, we've got a lot of requests, a lot of, of uh, things that we need to pray for. And, uh, and as we do, uh, let us think of all the ones that have, that need our prayers. Uh, we need to pray, of course, for the, for what's going on downtown. We need to pray for those that, um, uh, I know that uh, Betty this morning mentioned her her daughter, 
uh, Lisa, that the Lord would touch her. She's going for a special test this week. And let's pray that uh, God would be with her. Harvey Jackson uh, is holding his own, but he's not doing is not doing well. He's not recovering, to say the least. Um, and then um, and then all of the others. Let us go to God in prayer together. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you this morning, and we're very mindful of all that's going on in the world. There are wars and rumors of wars again. Wars in terms of Russia and the Ukraine. There's a real sense in which the Ukraine is, is, uh, is so to speak, the David and, and Russia's the Goliath. Well, we pray, Lord, that somehow you would stop the Russian troops from invading the country, that this would not turn into a full-scaled war Nobody wants a war, but least of all the Ukrainian people and even the Russian people, they don't want a war. Nobody wants a war. We've had enough of war. We ask, Lord, you bring peace along those uh, lines of Russia and the Ukraine, that somehow you would turn this thing around and send the Russians back home in Jesus' name. We think of all those that need our prayers this morning. We think of the sick. And uh, we think of Shannon Barr and Crystal Brady, Ken Crane, Tate DeWitt, that blessed little life be with her. Surround the parents, Mary Lou Harvey, Harvey Jackson. The Lord be especially precious to him today. May he know your presence, Pearl Kilmbeck, Sylvia Lynch, Betty Nealon, Lisa Nealon, Lord, Michael Nealon, Rob Patterson, Matthew Rue, surround him with your presence, Lord. Continue to let him know that you are with him, that you are there around him, and that you are healing him in Jesus' name. For Earl Sargent and Stanley Sargent, we're so glad they're both on the call today. And ask, Lord, that you'd be with them and their families. Our folk in retirement homes, we pray for Judith Braithwaite and Isabel Graham, who has a birthday coming up, Fran Harper, Norma Lafine, Lois and Danny Stewart, Lord, as they are settling in there, be with them, be their rock right now. Donna Tizik and Lori Buker. Lord, we pray for our elders. They're uh, working double time these days. And we pray that you'd be with them. Lord, that we think of Barb. We give you thanks for the way she has come along, Barb Wilson and, and Janice Phillips. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be with them. In all of the other needs that we have, Lord, we bring some personal ones to you in prayer. And, oh, Lord, in your mercy, not only hear our prayer, but answer our prayer. Lord, when we think of those that are on the front lines down at the, in front of the parliament buildings, and though the police have cleared a large segment of those that were there, they've cleared the trucks. Lord, we pray that you'd give protection to both sides and especially our police officers. Many of them are doing double shifts. But we pray, Lord, that you'd sustain them and keep them in Jesus' name. For those that are the protesters, Lord, I pray that you would bring them to an understanding that they should go home. Lord, we pray for all that you've done and keeping this, the city safe. But we ask now, Lord, that as the issue has, has, been dealt, has been dealt with in the only way that, that the government could have done it, it's not the best way. There are no winners in this group. Lord, protect them and be with them. For all of the issues, Lord, that we're dealing with in our world today that we never had to deal with, such as COVID-19 and all of the realities of that. 
We pray that you'd protect us as your children, that you would sustain us, that you would keep us. Because we ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As we close our, our service today, uh, it's number 625. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it really is a good one to close on. I want to thank everybody that made this possible, Dave, Elaine, Linda. Thank you so much for all that you've contributed, Michelle. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. And uh, so we want to thank God also for technology. It's amazing. Anyway, we want to thank each of you for joining us today. Trust that uh, God will be especially rich to you this week, that we would... Um, look at a fresh week in the coming days that uh, we'd see some of the things that we want to see uh, restored are going to be and that Jesus Christ will be praised. Anyway, uh, I'm going to pronounce the benediction and then you can greet uh, each other as you go. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of God's wonderful people that have tuned in. Sustain us, heal us, and make us whole, bodily, spiritually, and mentally. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. You can say your farewells. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are. Mm -hmm.